So welcome back for hour two. This is Ben. And I'm Carrie Nikolai. We're with Coldwell Banker Seward Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids. That is right. And joining us on the microphones is Carolyn Saylor. She's also with Coldwell Banker Seward Realtors. Correct. And Bluegrass at the Lake. And the Southwood County Humane Society. Correct. So that was this year's... Spon- or not really sponsored beneficiary. Okay. Mm-hmm. So oh, really? And the Wisconsin Rapids Lionesses. Oh yes. I also represent represent that group. Well, excellent. You're like, how many hats do you wear? A few too many at times. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I enjoy it, which is great. It keeps mm-hmm. you know, it keeps life mm-hmm. interesting. It does. All right. So we had Southwood County Humane Society be the beneficiary this year. Correct. So the really cool thing that I think was really awesome was. The fact that they had their run walk, mostly a walk, (laughs) with the Humane Society. So every year they always do it. They usually did it like the weekend before Mother's Day, Mm -hmm. but got moved to... It got moved to our weekend because we had decided to make it an event for the fund, you know, for the, our fundraiser for them. Okay. And when they realized that we had the Red Sand Beach Pavilion available... They're like, hmm, we would love to have our people walk around the lake versus up and down the expressway or, you know, someplace else. Right. Because normally they would start at the Humane Society, go over to Anchor Bay, do turn around, and then they would come back to the Humane Society on Hoffman Road. That could be. So that, that's that the last be. time I know that I was involved with it. That's okay. the way that they did it. They, okay. But then there was road construction. Sure. Which then prevented it. Mm-hmm. And then we had COVID. Mm-hmm. And then we had bluegrass at the mm-hmm. lake, mm-hmm. which Ser- came back to the world. Which is serendipitous that it all just fell into the same venue and mm-hmm. place, and it was mm-hmm. about the right amount of uh, walking distance. Mm-hmm. And I know from, uh, we had our Humane Society Board of Directors meeting this week, and I know that obviously they haven't crunched all their numbers as we haven't officially either. You know, it's still pretty early, but, um, you know, they were pleased Um there was a lot going on in the community this last weekend. Yes, there was. You know, there was another walk, another very worthy um, fundraising walk. Yep, they, we had on. the Run the Rapids yep. that was done through the Boys and Girls Club and the YMCA for mm-hmm. child abuse awareness. Mm-hmm. A very so, worthwhile cause. Yes. And then, you know, the Grand Rapids Firemen's Picnic was going on on Saturday with another music venue. So, you know, and garage sales galore all right. across Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand there were at least four weddings in town. So a lot of the hotels were booked, even though, you know, that, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why we didn't have a ho- lot of hotel guests because there were no ho- hotels to be to had. Be had. Right. Um, it was just a very busy weekend in the community. And so. Um, but we had a lot of walkers. We did. We had a lot of little, we had some cats walking. <laughs> so we had, I think, was there like four, five cats? It, nice. Well, they were walking with bassinets. Like the cats weren't mm-hmm. actually doing the walking because no, well, they were in the cute little, little strollers. strollers type yeah. things. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're cats. Mm-hmm. They, they just don't do that. Correct. Well, a couple of them were really enthused <laughs> that they were outside. They were very vocal yes. about being outside. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they nice. didn't seem scared or anything mm-hmm. that they were out there. So the sound looks like they, this was something that was traditionally done with mm-hmm. them. I don't think our fox would have been able to handle that. You know, my, my cats are indoor only. They would not have tolerated that either, but. How nice that right. some got out there. That's awesome. And it was really nice. We had a lot of different variety of dogs. Mm-hmm. So we had some big dogs. We had some little dogs. We had yep. some dogs who needed to be carried. Okay. Some dogs just looked like they were done mm-hmm. by the time that they got to us because we were doing a coal banker, was yes, doing a water that. station. How did that go, by the way? It went really well. It also turned into a water station for the, for the humans walking. Uh-huh. But then it also turned into the puppy play area oh. because we were right by the water. And sure. so they needed to cool off. Yes, and apparently good. the dogs, that's all they wanted to do was play in the water. <laughs> so the walk took a little bit longer than anticipated because the dogs kept playing sure. in the water. Sure. That makes sense. That, but we got to kind of go dog shopping. But that's why we didn't get the <clears throat> really super serious like runners right. that are like there for time because right. you bring your dog, your dog's just going right. to, you know, that's good. But if gonna you, wreck your time if you for train you. your dog... To run, you can train the dog to stay out of the water. Perhaps. Well, We've that, seen enough people train dogs or run with dogs to know that they, this is when we go for a run, we run. And then you got to train them to pace. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like my dog knows exactly what a five minute mile is. Mm-hmm. Well, and 
my my youngest is a runner, so okay. he was looking at what type of breed of dog that he should get oh, mm-hmm. to run with. Okay, because he's got such a quick pace. Okay, that he's like, I need to get a dog that can actually do this, but then also run a marathon. Matching humans up with their four legged friends is really really a a skill, you know, right. especially if you have hobbies or things that you really want to do with your pet. I mean, that's really critical. And it's so nice that the Humane Society can help match folks up. And that's the one place that we did go to to kind of talk with them about what we are looking at doing. And the one thing that we have learned in the past is if you start to train the dog that once we're going to go for a run, Mm -hmm. this is the pace you're going to be running at, it gets used to it. Oh, So if I decided to go take Matt's dog out for a run... It's mm. going to pull me because that's you the pace. You don't run at the pace I don't run does. at the pace that he does. I understand. And so you can't really, you know, mm-hmm. you've got to pick what mm-hmm. you want to do. And then they also suggested that a dog should not run 26.2 miles, that that's we would have to idea. exchange dogs. Sure. So he would have to have multiple dogs. Right. If he wanted to do that. I'm like, no, he can't do that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Now you talk about matching dogs to their humans, and it's kind of amusing of physical features mm-hmm. sort of, you know, intertwined between the dogs and their humans. Mm-hmm. Well, it was kind of great when we saw this, you know, he was a very big muscular guy. I mean, he broad shoulders and everything and he had this cute little dog. I mean, it was a big guy with a little tiny, with a little <laughs> dog who had the big broad shoulders too. I'm like, oh, they're such a good little pair mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. But we did find a breed of dog that we would like to get, or we're not sure what the breed of dog it was. We just know what dog we would like to get. Mm-hmm. Right, medium size, short hair, short hair. The one with the little uh, vest is the one that I was thinking of. Nice, but you can't really tell a breed of dog by the clothes that they wear. <laughs> <laughs> it was a military vest. So I think it was a dog in training for. Um, uh, it was a service oh, animal in training. Yes. Yes. So I, see I mean, what you're yep. It was little. It was mm-hmm. cute. I mean, yeah, it's about the size that we would like. Sure, larger than the fox, but not mm-hmm. big. Sure, like a Great Dane. Not small enough that you're going to trip over it. Every right. Time you turn around. That's important. Right. Definitely. Dogs like to be by your feet. Cats can kind of do their own thing, but dogs do like to be by you. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just kind of get, finding a dog that, you know, if we wanted to go walk five miles with could actually handle that versus sure. having to carry it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Well, we did a little bit of dog shopping. Nice. Nice. And it was really cool that we could participate with that as well and, you know, offer the water station. And we we're about. Oh, three quarters of the way to the end. Mm-hmm. So that was a good spot well, too. I was glad you, I didn't realize you went as well then. Good well, for you. Well, of course I'm the, I'm the driver. Oh, there was a little bit of backing up with the trailer. Uh-huh. So with the office, I'm a, if you want me to take it somewhere, I can, I'm a drive forward person. I totally hear what you're saying. I am not let, <laughs> let's back this thing up mm-hmm. and like, you know, swerve it into these little mm-hmm. tiny spots and stuff like that. And I'm not that I'm a, I can drive it forward. Well, and you, I can park it on the side of the street. I've had a camper for five years now, and I've never driven that baby. That's strictly my husband's job. So you, I got to give you some credit in this, Carrie. So yeah, I'm a straightforward kind of a person. So mm-hmm. if you need it backed up, I'd be like, oh, no, tap mm-hmm. out. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah. And that's like all that I do for one of my secondary jobs. So I'm a, a, Is a, backup a, C- a trailer. A CDL <laughs> driver for the, the state nice. um, or the DOT. And we go to events all through the summer. And yeah, we've got a number of different trailers. And actually this week I was just at um, Burlington with our rollover convincer trailer, which is a whole nother um, rabbit hole to go down. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's all trailers. It's all backing up, setting up, tearing down in the middle of an event and activity. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. See, we're a good team, you and I. We are. Absolutely. Definitely. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Uh, how did you get involved with the Humane Society? After Britt passed, um, I decided that was another way that I wanted to honor her. So there was an opening on the board of directors and um, I went to a couple meetings and followed their setup and I am currently the secretary for the board and I do enjoy it. We have a, a good group of folks whose hearts are definitely in the right place Um it's, it's a great organization. We are, however, looking for additional board members and would love to have some additional board members on, on staff. So if you or anyone you know um, would be interested, please contact um, our president, Mike Graper. Okay. 
Excellent. Yep. We're, we're all, cause it's, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to have at least a couple more. So, and you know, an uneven number of folks and, um, cause people are on a rotational schedule of how long they can be on the board, you know, so you're, you're always looking for, it's not like you could be on the board for 20 years, you know, your term is, you know, a short, shorter time than that. So. Excellent. Yeah. So definitely if you're interested, um, please consider reaching out to us because we could use board members. Now the humane society is, it's not, it's only funded by donations, correct? Or is there some other? I'm going to say yes to that. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm still relatively new to the board. As far as my understanding is, yes, it's memorials, donations, um, you know, community support, um, you know, things of that nature. That's the main thing. So obviously with COVID not being able to have, fundraisers events, you know, definitely hurt us. So, um, it's nice to get things back up and running again. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Now, are they still, I'm going to ask a whole bunch of questions about the humane society, which Mm -hmm. you may not know, but that's Mm -hmm. okay. We can try to get, um, is Beth still running it? No, Beth Beth is not our executive director. She left the area, um, with her husband. They took jobs elsewhere. Okay. Um, Madison Rafter is our new executive director as of the end of March. Okay. So that might've been who we met over at the lake. Yes. There was, she was there on Saturday. She, someone from the Humane Society came, mm-hmm. they told us her name and there was a whole bunch of dogs and we got sidetracked with dogs mm-hmm. and totally forgot her name. So, mm-hmm. but she was really nice. Yes. Um, but that was going to be one of our questions we were supposed to ask mm-hmm. you ahead of time is yep. who that was. And it, it, there were some other people from the Humane Society, other board members who were okay. there and um, a few, a couple of other folks, but um, yeah, it could have very well have been Madison if you were there on Saturday and I okay. believe you were. Um, so I know that they do an exchange program a little mm-hmm. bit. Usually it's Texas that we hear a lot of mm-hmm. on the Facebook mm-hmm. that they got new dogs from mm-hmm. Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't. So is there other areas in the country that they get animals from? Or is it just kind of wherever the shelter, whoever has enough room at the shelters to receive animals? I, I believe in the time I've been involved in with the board, we have received some pets from Texas. Then we took a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have criteria of what types of pets that they will bring in. Like they don't want sick pets. They don't want pets who, you know, they prefer to have them already spayed or neutered. That's sort of, although we can do that here. Um, they did just get a shipment in, they flew up in a plane and they went down and, and picked them up at, I think it was Milwaukee airport Okay, a little bit ago, but um, we also, that, that's the farthest away group that I know of since I've been involved, but we also have some very nice reciprocal, um, arrangements with various shelters. So I, I know that Madison in particular, her background is very strong in animal management, behavioral things, which is not an area that our humane society is, has done a lot with in the past. So I know that's going to be a focus going forward where we're trying to look at making sure that staff is trained on, you know, reading animal signals um, to avoid injury, bites. You know, you, the last thing you want is to have, you know, someone misread the signals that a pet is giving and then there to be an injury because that's not good for anybody, the animal, the people, anybody. And this goes for dogs and cats. Mm-hmm. So this a- is absolutely. just not, this is not, we're not just focusing on, no. on dogs. No. This is dogs this and cats. Everybody. So that is a big focus that, you know, we're going to be working on in the next bit is to make sure that, staff and, you know, other folks. And then that behavioral piece is also going to be very important for matching new owners with people. Um, so I think that's kind of exciting, actually. I think, I think that's going to be a really good thing. So is it kind of unique that our humane society matches the animals to the humans or mm, do all of them do that? I they all kind of do that. I okay. mean, they obviously want what's best for the pets, but right. I did hear Madison say at one of our previous meetings that you know, she's looking very carefully at how long an animal is at our shelter as well. You know, it, it, when an animal is at a, a shelter for too long, it's kind of like kids that are in an, a, you know, an orphanage. You know, you, you don't, um, you're not socialized or you, you, you have emotional issues or whatever. So some of the things that we have done now is, is kind of help out with those other neighboring um, humane societies and maybe swap pets. Because... And a pet that maybe was sitting here, 
you take them to a different area, different crowd, different, you know, boom, they're gone right away. Vice right. versa. You know, if we have too many cats or we have too many of a different type of animal, you know, kind of spread them out. We'll take some from another humane society. You know, that's, that's kind of nice. And, you know, coming in as a strictly lay person, I had no idea what was involved with the shelter business. So I have learned a lot and I think it's, um, it's pretty impressive what those folks do. Now, does our humane society take, I'm going to go with lizards. They do take other animals. Okay. Um, so guinea pigs, yes, rabbits, we've had those. birds. We've had rats. Okay. Pet rats. Pet rats. Pet rats. <laughs> I'll say that. Pet rats. Um, Snakes. I think so, but that, you know. Different. Yes. They can at least There are pay. other shelters that do they take do that. more of them. So okay. we might take them for a bit, but that might not, not be something, something that we, we want to keep for long. Right. So yeah. they will, if, so if someone does have a pet yes. snake. Or if and they surrender. Right. Or then we want to surrender. We can at least take it there. They know where to take it. They at there. least give recommendations. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. So now size of the Humane Society, are, are they doing well with um, the, the building and the grounds? And Yes. Mm-hmm. We definitely have um, areas that we need to improve upon. And we've got long-term plans for taking care of things. Um, but, you know, we try to stay on top of our maintenance issues. And... Um, this this is a very nice shelter. There is some room to grow up there, and there are some long range plans down the road that you know we're working on. So, is there a place at the shelter where if we wanted to go in and adopt an, an animal that we can, whether it be a dog or a cat, is there like a special room that we can be in that is just us, maybe the one of the staff members, mm-hmm. and they bring in the animal, so it's not like we're in the lobby and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you got all the extra distractions if and stuff. If you're looking for a cat, the Brittany Saylor Memorial Room is a great place to go. And that's kind of what that room was designed for. Okay. Was for a family who was interested in the cat to just go in there with the door shut, let the cat be loose, go on the cat trees, you know, play in the stuff. And you could kind of just chill with the cat. So that room was specifically designed for that. Okay. Um, on the dog side, I believe that's still something that's in the works. Okay. Um, that's coming, um, you know, down the road. So we'll be looking at that, but yeah, the humane society is, is obviously, um, a community favorite and people really do like to support our humane society. So, um, you know, that that's pretty special. And if you go on their Facebook page, they always have a list of things that we need, be it cat litter, kitten food, um, you know, dog food, towels, towels, you know, they'll tell you what we need. And, um, you know, that's, that's pretty nice. So please check that site out and go from there. Excellent. And do you know the adoption fees off the top of your head? I do not. Okay. Um, I know that they vary a bit. Um, we have small I, dog rates to medium and a large. And there's something also, like that. Um, I think there's also something with the age of the pet. You know, if it's an elderly pet versus a puppy, I think there's definitely um, some differences in there. But I, I won't speak to that because I don't know that offhand and I don't okay. want to mislead somebody. But, you know, there are definitely. Um, um, things that can work to your benefit. And they run specials that. every now and then. That they, they do. do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's you go get one cat and you get a bonus cat. I'd like to talk just a <laughs> smidgen about our other nonprofit that's a part of this, that we would not be able to do Bluegrass at the Lake without the Lions Club. Oh, sure. yes. Let's touch on that. We would not be able to. Um, my husband is a Wisconsin Lions member and I am with the Wisconsin Rapids Lionesses. And let me tell you, that group is one one heck of a group of hard workers. Um, they're phenomenal. And lions as a whole are very um, beneficial to a community. And, you know, around this area, we have a lot of lions groups, Grand Rapids, Nakusa, Port, Rudolph, um, and the Wisconsin Rapids Lions. We happen to belong to the Wisconsin Rapids group, which is located over on Township and 10th Avenue, kind of behind Daily Drug. Right. The old senior center um, back in the day. Used to be a, you know, adult. Um, yeah, what do I want to call it? the senior center before we had the one down at the before the Centralia. Yes, before okay. Centralia. Thank you. And uh, it's it's a it's a nice facility. We do rent out the building for you know events, weddings, class reunions, etc. Um, but that the the people who work there 
um, are phenomenal, um, generous, hardworking individuals who will do anything to help. Um, the Lions, you know, obviously we support um, the Lions camp over in Rochelle for um, visually impaired. Um I was going to say the Lions Club is, they focus primarily on the vision. So primarily, I, I hear- but there's also a lot with diabetes and there- heart conditions okay. and a variety of things. Um, tomorrow, for instance, in the afternoon from one to five, I will be at the Wisconsin, or excuse me, the Grand Rapids Lions um, Club where the uh, carnival. carnival is for Cranberry Blossom Fest. And our group is doing the free vision screening for kids. It's free. It takes only a couple of minutes and it's a great way to have your child's vision tested for free to know we don't diagnose anything. It's just a very quick, simple thing. And it, it, it creates either a pass fail and a fail means you should take your child to the eye doctor. Okay. Okay. It's that sort of a deal. Mm-hmm. But so if I don't, accurate. if I don't know my, my letters, do you have other shapes yep. there? So yep. that way I can, you know, if yep. I know the difference between a cat and a dog mm-hmm. and a square and it's a It's very circle. simple. Okay. Very simple. It's a machine that's kind of held up in front of their face. Um, very friendly. We have, you know, just a great group of volunteers. It's, it's, it's pretty nice. So that'll be exciting that we do that. And I believe that's going to happen both Friday and Saturday, I think, for the, um, the vision testing. But please, we also go around to all the schools in the fall and do the vision screenings and um, preschools. Um, um, elementary schools, that sort of a thing. So that's really a, a huge benefit to the community. We also do scholarships um, to, um, you know, secondary education experiences. We do, we support um, benefits and fundraisers, um, such as, you know, if someone needs, um, you know, they're having a benefit out at Double Down or someplace like that, you know, we will either go work or donate items to it or both. Um, so people do that. Um, yeah, so they're, they're, they're a very generous group of people, hardworking folk. And do you work with families who, uh, are low income and provide like a Christmas meal gifts for the family, that sort of thing? Wow. Storm is moving in, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're still good. Carry on. <laughs> All right. So do do you do things like that? I know the Lions Club or the Elks Lodge does things like that, but I was just kind of curious, do you kind of do some things along that same line? A lot. Well, what we have done is, you know, benefits for um, events like um, there is a group of um, adult handicapped individuals that have a monthly dance over in Beeren Village. And, you know, we... Once a year, we provide the food for that group and the special trinkets or whatnot. Okay. They haven't met with COVID, but, you know, we've done that. Um, We do help with situations um, as they arise. Okay. Um, So, yeah, we we do a a wide variety of things, but obviously with COVID, you know, we haven't had a lot of fundraisers, so our ability to help has been somewhat limited. And again, the Lions Club has got that beautiful park over just off the expressway in Grand Rapids. That's the Grand Rapids. Oh, that's Lions a Grand Club. Rapids, yes, which yes. is different than the, the Wisconsin yes, Rapids. Okay. Yes. Each club is different, but everybody gets together for zone meetings and everyone does well. So, you know, that's good. But, um, but yeah, those folks, let me tell you, they, they took care of the men, the male, the men's side of it. I mean, they put up the fencing, the, the beer, the beer tents and, it's so fun to watch them interact with the crowd. Um, they do such a nice job. This time we had, you know, they've got some new trees planted and they had their beer tent set up and then they had a little, another tent that was set up for folks standing in line. So we were had shade for, or rain shelter or whatever, but there was a little tree in it. So we were joking all weekend that, you know, look at this, we had a beer garden and, you know, for an <laughs> added bonus, you could sit in the beer garden and enjoy, you know, Lake Wazicha and, these guys, you know, the joking and the, it's, it's special to see. And then when people came back from year after year, they remember you and mm-hmm. it's, it's just fun. It really truly is. So, and then the wimp, we had the lady lions, they helped blindnesses. They worked fabulously with the food. We had um, one, John Slattery was doing the, the grilling and the cooking, but the women were doing all the serving. And let me tell you, these folks, they worked hard. They worked hard and 
we would not have had a successful um, festival this year without the lions, the lionesses, and the other volunteers that have have really made bluegrass at the lake um, an event that they want to participate in. And it's it's very special because you know at our meeting last night I said, look at you know two three years ago we didn't even know some of you, and now my gosh, we, we could hardly get out the door after a three-hour meeting because everybody was yakking and having so much fun talking about things. And um, that's what's really special. Uh, you know, when you get a crowd like that, when they really connect with mm-hmm. each other. So yeah, I think that's pretty neat. So I know the Humane Society is always looking for volunteers to do a, a number of different things so you can mm-hmm. contact them directly. Absolutely. To be uh, in the Lions Club, mm-hmm. is there any sort of prerequisite to you know, I, I know like the VFW, you kind of have to be in that, mm-hmm. you know, demographic of, of that background. Sure. No, but- for the lions and the lionesses, we would love to have people come and join our clubs. Um, you know, we can we come check would. out a meeting just to Absolutely. see what you guys are about? So when do you normally meet? The men meet, I would say much more often than the women. They probably meet at least every other week. Uh, and we always meet on a Monday night at the club. The women, we meet the second Monday of the month. Um, and many times we'll have a speaker come in or something like that. Um, we are having in, I believe it is Friday, August 6th at the Rafters game. It's the Lion and Linus's night at the Rafters. So we will have, you know, the special tickets that you can sell where you get yep. the extra goodies and the, you get the hot dog, the hat, yeah, and hot dog soda. hat and a soda. Exactly. So, um, that will be our night at the rafters park and oh, we're quite excellent. excited about that. So, uh, you know, check us out, but come and meet us at the, uh, cranberry blossom fest this weekend, because not only will we be doing, um, the vision screening, but one of our members will be doing the 50, 50, we have a 50, 50 raffle over there. So excellent, please, you know, Talk to us. You can't really miss us because when we're together, we wear our purple vests. I thought right? they were so yellow. The men are yellow. Okay. The so lionesses I knew that there was be... are purple. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, well, and even with the single color vest, they have the coordinating color as, you know, local logo and accents as well. So yes. it, it's, it's a blend. Yes. Okay. We are, we are a blend. And but... now, now if y'all are listening to this on Sunday or, you know, on the internet as a podcast, now you know who to look out for mm-hmm. for the next event. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So we're there, and it's a great group of folks. I mean, honest to God, that's uh, the highlight of my month. Usually, is a lioness meeting because after we're done, you know, then we socialize together with the men in in the bar and visit and chat. And um, it's it's just there's such a really nice group of people, and they want to help. They want to do things. So. Yeah, check us out. We would love to have new members. Excellent. Mm-hmm. See, and I think this is kind of the start of um, an idea that I had with this show of bringing in, you know, some of those community service mm-hmm. organizations. Mm-hmm. So, ho-ha, look at this. We just yeah. checked one off the You checked off, the off a couple here. You got the, I know. <laughs> you know, Humane Society, you got the Lions and Lionesses, Bluegrass at the Lake, three nonprofits together. Right? So, do we need to get you hooked up with a fourth nonprofit? I don't know. Maybe. What, what else are you thinking of? <laughs> I, I don't know you can handle too much more. <laughs> well, that's probably true. See, because now that might start cutting into your real estate career. True. Now, true. now let's move into that if, if you want to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We got sure. Carolyn here. So let's move into just a little bit uh, of real estate. Okay. So why real estate? And of course, why Coldwell Banker Seward? What, what got you in? Are you talking to me about yeah. this? Yeah. Well, I was a school teacher, our special ed teacher for 32 years. I was a speech and language therapist in Wisconsin Rapids School District for the majority of my career mm-hmm. and um, loved it. But when we lost our daughter, took a lot out and it was time to do something a little bit different. And at the end of that year, 2018, I believe, yes. Um, no, I lied. I, I retired at the end of 2019. We lost Britain November of 2018 at the end of that school year. So it would have been the spring of 2019. I decided I needed to retire. And um, we had bought our daughter a home. Mm-hmm. And we have worked with Coldwell Banker, Seward, JR in particular, um, for the sale of my parents' house. Um, and we had purchased a house for our daughter. 
through him. And after she passed, we sold it because we really didn't want to be in the landlord business. And so we sold it and we were at the closing for it. And JR asked if I had ever considered real estate. And I had worked with his mother in our school district. She was one of our very first occupational therapists and a delightful woman. I absolutely loved Idly. And so I've known their family for many years. Sure. And he said, well, have you ever considered real estate? And I'm like, uh, no. And he's like, well, I think we should have coffee and discuss it. And I'm like, oh. He gets you every single time with that phrase. Because that's the same thing he told me. He's yes. like, let's just go talk. Yes. And my husband, of course, is looking at me retiring fairly early. I mean, it was in long enough to, to retire, but he's like, she needs a job. Yeah. 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 You should go do this. <laughs> <laughs> is he still seeing that now? Um, yeah, I think he is. All right. So, good. Um, and you know, it's, it's worked out well, but I met him and we talked about it and I'm like, well, you know, I do like houses. And he said, you've, you've bought and sold a few with your dad and your daughter's house. So you have experience with transactions. I'm like, but JR, I don't, I don't know. And he's like, no, I think you should try it. And so I did. And I got kind of off to a slow start um, Mm -hmm. because quite frankly, um, for those of you who have lost a family member, um, that grieving process takes a lot out of you and it hits you at weird times. And I just, I was a little more ambitious at the beginning than reality let me be. And so I I had a slow start, but once I got, um, little time under my belt and got few, through a few other things. And, you know, I really enjoyed it. And I've, I've been working fairly closely with JR as his apprentice and um, assistant, I guess now you might, not sure what, what is, what the official title would be, but I do work closely with him and I enjoy it immensely. He's an excellent teacher. Um, and coming from the education world, I, you know, this is a whole different ball of wax from special education. There are some similarities. There is. Yeah. There's, you know, paperwork and a relationship with buyers, a relationship with families, long-term, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of similarities, but yet it's very different too. And there's, there's a lot to learn for real estate. Um, I was surprised. So it, it took me a while to get it. And, but coming from education where you have a internship or a mentor, a team approach, um, working with JR gave me that feeling, which made me feel more comfortable and helped me, I think, blossom a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, other folks who come from different backgrounds that are maybe more independent don't have that. I'm not that I'm not independent. I don't mean that, but I mean, it's a different skill set. And right. Some people have a marketing background exactly. or, you know, come from like uh, the culinary Right. We came from, you know, the hotel industry and, and, you know, it's kind of the same, same thing. I always kind of, some days it's, it's the wedding that never ends. Mm -hmm. You know, every (laughs) single weekend is a wedding and you got the bride, you got the groom, you got the two families, but you got to make everybody happy and the end of it. So let's manage the bride, the groom, Mm -hmm. let's manage the families and everybody's expectations. Mm -hmm. And we're going to come together and everybody's going to have a great time. Yes. And at the end of the day, they have a house. Yes. But then the next transaction, it's the same sort of thing. you got a buyer and a seller and you got to work through some contingencies and negotiate, but it's totally different. I know. Right. That's one thing I have learned. It's a lot. That part's a lot like special education. There's no two that are the same. Every child and every family is different. And every, every day, day, day is different. Yep. Every day is going to be different. Well, yeah. You can so, have your plan of, okay, this is what I've got to get done in the day. And mm-hmm. next thing you know, two minutes into it, it's like, okay, the plan's all messed yes. up. So let's just kind of ride mm-hmm. this wave to see where it's going to land me. Yep. And it's all going to be okay. But I have found that, you know, having the time to sit and talk with people and build those relationships with buyers or sellers is really nice. I I enjoy that. And um, yeah, I, I really, I do, I do like it. and. You know, like I said, JR is just a fabulous teacher, mentor. Um, and the really great thing about I, working. I love working in our office. Yeah. The great thing is, is we get into a situation where we really don't know which way to go. Exactly. Because we can look at a situation and go, okay, it can go five different ways. Mm-hmm. Because we all can kind of plan this out of go, okay, well, if we did A, if we did B, you know, we can figure out mm-hmm. all that out. 
but it's really great to be able to just have that broker mm-hmm. with the with amount of experience right. that he has. You know, calling him up and just say, okay, this is where we're at. Mm-hmm. You know, which way we can stop the breaks and we can look at at our buyers and our sellers and say, okay, now is the time we bring in JR mm-hmm. because honestly, I don't know which way to go. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to. We don't want to backpedal, right? So let's bring in someone who and can do this. the last thing we want do is this. unhappy customers right. and clients. We don't want that. And everyone is so always very grateful. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm glad that you said mm-hmm. we're getting to a point where I know we're going to be over our head mm-hmm. and we're not going to be drowning and trying to backpedal. Mm-hmm. And we bring in JR and he jumps in and he's like, okay, yeah, you guys are doing yeah. really good. This is what we need to do. And and we get everything in the right direction. That's really what I appreciate most about JR. Um, so I'm going to give a shout out to him right now because going back to when I was a customer and we were trying to sell my dad's house, okay, my mom had already passed and my dad had early um, Alzheimer's. Okay. And my dad's house was his pride and joy. He loved his trees. It was a gorgeous home. There was no other house that was worth it. It, it was everything to him. You know, as the daughter looking on, even then I knew, hey, there's a lot of work that needs to be done in this house. Dad really didn't do a lot of upkeep near the end. You know, mm-hmm. um, it needed a lot. And, but he just was so hesitant. And I remember we came in, we listed it and went home and dad says, nope, I'm not selling it. So we called JR, take it off the market. And he's like, okay, I understand. You know, six months, nine months later, we went back again and dad was Still a little hesitant, but he was understanding his health had deteriorated somewhat, and he knew he wasn't, it was, the, it was time. But what I remember most about JR at that time, as strictly as a, as a customer, was the way he interacted with my dad. And he looked at him, and he's like, Chet, you know, your house is your pride and joy. And there are so many good memories and so many good things there, but it's perhaps it's time to let that house be the foundation of good times and good memories for someone else. It's time to pass that torch. And, you know, he has a way of just talking directly to you. Mm-hmm. You know, He wasn't talking to me. He was talking to my dad and there was a connection and my dad, and it there it, with all sincerity. I mean, there, this was no sales pitch just to get a deal. It was not that at all. He was connecting with my dad and, my dad got it. And, you know, we got through things. We had a few hiccups on the road with, you know, some easement issues that we didn't expect and some things like that. But, you know, JR's experience was able to guide us through that perfectly. And, you know, it worked out very well. So, um, and I see him now as I'm working with him, I see him doing that with a multitude of customers. Mm -hmm. And I see him do that with our colleagues in the office. Um, you know, he's, he is very good at what he does and I couldn't be happier, quite truthfully, to work at Coldwell Banker. I enjoy it. And it's always, it's great having you around. Mm -hmm. You've been a great addition to, to the new family. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we're a family over there, you know, yes, we're all individual families, but we're a family over there. When something happens, Mm -hmm. you know, you've got the bluegrass at the lake. Mm -hmm. We come, we help support you. Mm -hmm. You know, something happens, you know. I'm going to use Matthew's car accident that mm-hmm. he had it, you know, when something like that happens, Matthew was fi- fine. Mm-hmm. He's okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, when something happens like that, the, the office is there to, Absolutely. you know, do the, you know, go take care of family. Yep. We'll and cover. you know what, we'll, we'll cover, we'll cover. You. Yes. you know, we know you're not going to be able to be in the office yes. because you're taking care of family. Mm-hmm. We're taking care of the office. Yeah. Go and take care of what you need to. Absolutely. And it's really great. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that, not that's to say that like. other companies don't do that as well. I'm, I'm sure they do, mm-hmm. but Coldwell Banker Seawert Realtors is a top-notch company in my book. Yep. I mean, it's, it's family focused, mm-hmm. you know, we're, as we're talking with sellers, as we're talking with buyers, you know, that's our first focus mm-hmm. is how is the family doing with this? Mm-hmm. If we're selling that family home that's been in the generations for three years, for, or for 33 generations, mm-hmm. we want to know, we want to make sure that family is good. They're comfortable with it, mm-hmm. that they are feel that they are being taken care of, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they get that hug of, yep, we're going to let this to be the next family mm-hmm. to come in to take mm-hmm. care of this home, mm-hmm. which is really great. Same thing with buyers. We mm-hmm. look at the buyers and we're like, okay, so 
as you're starting your family or as your family's growing, as you're trying to downsize, mm-hmm. you know, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. And having those conversations of putting the family first. Absolutely. To make sure that we have the good fit for a home. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be a, a you know, multi-person family, even a single individual who's mm-hmm. moving into the area. Mm-hmm. What's a good fit for them? Yeah. You know, it it's it's kind of all inclusive, which is mm-hmm. which is really good. And we always try to hook them up with all the events that, that we do, all the groups that we're involved in, well, especially our, if they're new to the area of our community has a lot to offer. Oh yeah. I, I think, you know, for many years we've sold ourselves short. But there are some some beautiful things. I mean, and just new recent additions with the YMCA and the water park and, and the boys and all girls of the club, hiking and biking mm-hmm. trails, um, the golf courses. That are, I mean, that's a lot of physical activity. But you know, there's a lot of things that this town does have to offer, and we're close. If you want to get on the road and go to a bigger community for shopping or whatever, you can do that. Yeah. Um, but. We have a great school district. We have good medical care. Um, it's a safe community. We have we have a lot to offer. And, um, you know, I think being in that position to sell our community as a realtor to incoming people, I think, is really important. And I, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. We're ambassadors for our area. Yeah. We are. Look at that. So, Carolyn, <laughs> this, the end of the year, so we're getting, we're halfway through the, the year already. Mm-hmm. So last half of the year, what are you looking forward to most coming up? As far as? As far as real estate, as far as family, mm. what are you looking forward to most? Wow. That's a tricky question. I, I know. I still think about I this. stole it from Ben because he always asks everybody that question. And well, we, we, we knew your favorite event already passed. It did, so. right. but there are a lot of bluegrass events around the state. So next weekend we're going to one and there's another one in, after July and one in August. And, you know, so I've got, a, I've got events to go to. So I'm looking forward okay. to that. Um, well, that's where we go to scout talent so we can find bands for next year. There so, you go. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. Okay. But in the area now. Yes. And so in Wisconsin Rapids area, um, I'm just looking forward to having some time around the house to spend a little time at home with, you know, in my backyard with my dogs, have my son come home. Um, We bought some hunting land uh, this spring and, you know, we want to get out there this fall and, you know, be able to get a camper out there and have a little fun with that. So I'm with friends and family. So I'm excited about that. Um, Yeah. I mean, just go to the water ski show when that comes up this summer like to do that. Um, and as far as work goes, you know, I want to continue to help people buy and sell their houses. You know, that's what I want to do. So, um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's not a lot of downtime. I mean, so I got to build some downtime in there too, but, um, yeah, (laughs) you know, sometimes it's good to just sit. There hasn't been any downtime for the last few weeks, but that is very true. We haven't seen too many pictures of the puppies. So did the puppies make it out to bluegrass or I am a sad, I am a sad grandma, uh, for my pup because my son was home for the festival. He stayed at our house because his puppy is six months old. And so he didn't want to bring him and camp in a tent, especially, I really think it was just too hot for him. (laughs) He'd prefer the air conditioning at night, but I was a little sad to hear that Brent brought Crosby, who is our, our puppy, his puppy to the festival. And I missed him. Everybody else seemed to have seen him, but I missed him. And Crosby went first, first swim in the lake, fetched a stick out of the water, all of this. And I missed it. And I'm like, Oh, but that's okay. I'll, I'll have a chance to see him again. So well, June 25th is National Bring Your Pet to Work Day. Ah. So. Okay. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. I will unfortunately have to work from home that day because we have people in the office who are allergic to cats. Oh, sure. And the fox is not exactly. Travel friendly. She's not travel friendly, <laughs> especially after this move. She's not travel friendly at all. Gotcha. <laughs> but she she does do a great job of of working at home. So mm-hmm. when I work at home, she does a great job of making sure I stay on task. Oh, good. So her and I are going to have to hang out on the 25th for a little while and nice. do some work. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Yeah. See if you can get the grandpup over for a... Uh... Uh, he won't be here. He He's he's actually getting uh, um, 
fixed this week. Okay. So oh, or the next week. Thing. Yeah. So he he will be out of commission for just a little bit. Okay. But but you do have two, your two. I have my two dogs, um, Griffin and Freddie. Um, when I work from home, they you know they like to keep me on task as well. And our two cats, Annabelle or not Annabelle, excuse me, that was one of Brittany's kitties who's with a friend. I have Albert and Evie, and they keep me on on task too. So definitely. It's fun to have those pets around. It is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, um, I'm just really happy that you guys asked to have us in here to talk about this because that's one of our goals for next year is to really amp up, you know, getting the word out. And um, we'll have to put you on the calendar for uh, end of May. Oh, yeah. Conversation. Get, get, yeah. get the conversation in ahead of time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And now we had Steph. And from the radio station recently and kind of talked about, you know, format and how the radio station is expanding with the new owners. Mm -hmm. Really exciting. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're grateful that we can deep dive into some of these, you know, interviews and individuals Mm -hmm. where during the week it might be more timely, I guess, you know, and you can get more updated information, Mm -hmm. but you've only got a few minutes to talk to a person. Because there is so much going on. Sure. Right. You know, so here on the weekend, we can spend some time and really, really learn get, about the group yeah, and learn about and, and, you know, get to know how uh, new people, new homeowners in the area can uh, understand the services that are available and the entertainment that's out there and ways to connect with the community. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like that. So, yeah. So, you know, we'll look at our, we're going to revamp our sponsorship program, try to get, you know, more corporate sponsors. Um, you know, try to get more people involved. Um, Cause I'll be honest, it's quite delightful watching the people that I, that we have brought in from the lions and the lionesses who weren't necessarily bluegrass fans to our volunteer groups that have never been to a festival before the first, and until you have been and you, until you've experienced one, you don't really know. And watching them get it is fun. And watching, you know, and then like the conversation, well, why don't we do it this way? Could we, nope, we can't do it that way. We have to, this is why we don't do it that way. You know, um, so yeah, it it was, it was, it's entertaining and Mm -hmm. it's, it's really special, quite truthfully, um, watching people of all ages and backgrounds come together. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'd highly recommend it. Put it on your calendar next year. The second it? Saturday of, of June and the Friday before. So it's, I believe, next year we're the 10th and the 11th of June, 22. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And book your campsite early. Oh, they're all booked. Uh, you know, I've got, <laughs> I've got the band now. campsites booked. Our campsite is booked. Um, yeah. And many of, the camp, many of the folks who attended have already booked their site for next year. So, um, yeah, if you want to camp, I would definitely say, you know, Get get down there and take care of it. So excellent. And then get your hotel room early. Absolutely. You know, that would be really nice. <laughs> yeah. To have additional um heads on beds as the convention. Oh, I should really C- write the CBB. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Heads on beds, because that's really what they want to know. But it is nice to know that we are pulling people in from around the state well, and even good. out of the state. You know, yeah. so we'll tweak our um system for next year to get a little bit more in depth and you may have to just do like a uh here's here's the united states put a pin where you're yeah. from and then have one for wisconsin mm-hmm. yet too so for those yeah. who are going to be in wisconsin so have two maps there yeah. with a pin so yeah. that way they can just as they come in they stick a pin in the map mm-hmm. we didn't like i don't think you know we didn't band kids because kids were free at our festival so you know, there were a lot of families with, so, you know, technically, I mean, we're talking the approximately 566 folks. Those were adults, you know, and there were a lot of families who were there and mm-hmm. it was fun. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I really oh, appreciate that. So of course, you know, like if anyone's interested in local events and information, check out the CVB, <laughs> check out our Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. Um, myrapids.info is a great website. It'll take you right to the Codal Banker Seward page that we have set up with local area information and links. If you're looking for information on listings in the area, 
Go to MyRapids.com. That'll take you right to Carrie's website for the Codal Banker Seward, and it's got all of our listings, and you can see what's got a contingency on it. So maybe, you know, got an offer on that they're working through contingencies. Look at all the fancy pictures, and we oh, got the 3D tours. We know. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I do a lot of them. Yes, and I and, do a, a fantastic job. And I, I'll, I'll tell you a little secret. When I do videos for you in particular, mm-hmm. especially the country-style homes, I try to get a little bluegrassy sort of music to go in behind oh. it. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. Nice. You know, I, I just have to end with one little story, and I don't know if I told you about this. We but have just a minute. Just a minute. So I had a family that I helped buy a home. They lived in Anchorage, Alaska, and they wanted to come back to Wassa. But she hadn't lived in Wassa in 50 years. So we did it all virtually. Got them up their house. They moved in their house, and they were happy, and everything was good. And she called, and she said, we'd like to take you out for dinner as a thank you, you and your husband, because he was my light guy in houses at night. So I could find where I was going with my you know, phone so I could show them things. And she's like, we'd like to take you out for dinner. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. You don't have to do that, but I'm going into this festival. I'm crazy. I don't even know my name for the next two weeks. So Saturday at the festival, all of a sudden, a woman sitting on a picnic table underneath the performance tent says, Carolyn? And I, I said, yes. And she said, it's me. And she introduced herself. I had, we had never met face to face. I'm like, oh, my God. And she said, we decided to drive down here from Wausau because we knew that this event was important to you and your daughter. And we wanted to support you. Oh, I could literally nice. cry when I say oh. that because that was so nice. Wasn't that nice? It was. Yes. So, you know, having those kinds of relationships, she didn't have to do that by no. any means. But it was like they had fun. They stayed for, you know, a couple hours, had lunch and a soda, and they were ready to roll. But I thought, you know, that's that's pretty cool. That's real estate and bluegrass together. So I like the bluegrass music on the back of my videos. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and, and Carrie, how can people get a hold of you? They can either call or text at 715-323-2577. Wonderful. And eventually one of these shows will have JR on himself and nice. give, some, yes. give background of... We're going to do a history of Cole Banker Seward. I like it. Yes. That'd be interesting. Sounds good. All right. You guys all have a great Central Wisconsin day. Bye-bye. <laughs>